We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Podcast sponsored by FanDuel, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. It's Tuesday, and I'm your host, Jake Letarski, joined today by John McKechnie. If you'd be so f- kind to give us a follow on Twitter, you can follow John at Johnny McKechs, J-O-H-N-N-Y-M-C-K-E-C-H-S. You can give me a follow at Jakeski52. John, we've got a pretty unique situation tonight an interleague matchup at Coors Field there are five outfielders in this game alone just priced above 4,000 do you have any tips or strategy for attacking that slate tonight there's a lot to like in this one because you got a matchup of pitchers in De La Rosa versus Eovaldi a couple of middling guys obviously uh, Eovaldi doesn't have much experience going out to Coors Field the Yankees are only there once in a blue moon so uh, that'll be kind of an interesting uh factor tonight to see kind of how he's able to make adjustments and I think tonight you know obviously there's going to be a lot of chalk plays like you're saying over 4,000 and you're going to need to get at least a couple of them into your lineup or one or two and you want to get also I think there's some like kind of under the radar cheaper pieces uh going in this game that that'll allow you to to pay up for for like the Charlie Blackmans or the Nolan Arenados going in tonight's game so I I like a little bit of of high and low I would say in terms of how I'm picking my batters here yeah the one thing that jumps out is you've got Brett Gardner at 4200 and Jacoby Ellsbury at 4100 yet they both get a lefty lefty matchup going against De La Rosa and the big thing that I have to wonder is well you know, it is a lefty-lefty matchup, but then you've got 
the chance, the very, very good chance that De La Rosa gets bounced early from that ball game. Oh, yeah. And that's something to think about, too. And then they're going against the bullpen, and then you throw them against the Rockies' bullpen for the rest of the day, and it's probably pretty solid here right. regardless, you know, because they'll get, they'll get several options there. So it's something to think about when uh, taking on the slate tonight. There is one day game today. It's a Phillies-Blue Jays game that started at 1237 Eastern. Of course, uh, we're obviously going to avoid uh, any analysis from that game. It's a little too late for that, but... Uh, it is. It was a great matchup for Marcus Stroman, who is, uh, seems to be doing all right so far at record time. But beyond the point, we've got 14 games slate for Tuesday night here. John, let's head to the cash game pitcher section of the game. We've got a couple high-priced options separating themselves from the pack. We've got Madison Bumgarner at 11900 against the Brewers, and then David Price at 10500 against your Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> and then from Tier 2, you got John Lackey, 9,900, Jacob deGrom, 9,800, Drew Pomeranz, 9,700, and Jordan Zimmerman, 9,300. John, do you like a top-tier option tonight, or are you kind of going to that second tier where you can maybe get a little more value? I'm going to dip into that second tier uh, just kind of based on recent production. I don't know how much longer this is going to last, but John Lackey, uh, I've been a bit of a doubter this season, but really I've watched those last couple of starts. I've been so impressed uh, with what he's been able to do. He has sub one whips both uh, at home and on the road, which is pretty remarkable for a guy uh, of his age and usage over the years. So at 9,900, uh, obviously he's going on the road to Washington. So that that's something that might scare people off. And I definitely understand that. Uh, but at the same time, it, you know, the, the Nationals lineup can be a little bit hit or miss. Uh, they can really kind of struggle against certain guys. They can, re- they, they, can <clears throat> they can go into stretches where they look really lost at the plate. So I think Lackey kind of has a better matchup than you might think just looking on paper here. And then you got to factor in that Lackey, he's got the best offense in baseball behind him. So they're going to be pushing runs across for him. Uh, going against Gio Gonzalez, uh, a lefty, and the Cubs have the fifth best uh, weighted on base against left-handed pitching this year. So you know they're going to be putting up numbers. And like I referenced earlier, Lackey's been really, really uh, dominant of late, racking up uh, FanDuel outings of 57, 59, 48, and 39 FanDuel points over his last four starts, still under 10,000. So it's it's almost like a weird uh, contrarian cash play almost because it, He's highly priced. You don't love the matchup on paper, but I think tonight people might be looking too hard into the Nationals and saying, Lackey's, Lackey's not on my radar. I'm going to use John Lackey. Yeah, right on. I, I do appreciate the reasoning behind that, and I can see it. I definitely like how the Cubs will be able to get him some run support, and his win probability is very high. Of course, I definitely like to look to the over-unders, and uh, you actually have the Cubs on the road as, uh, well, the over-unders 8, and they're minus 116 road favorites. That's very much suggesting um, you know, the tide turning in your favor there. Right. Uh, if you go by that reasoning, though, I'm going to go with the pitcher who by far has the highest win probability on the slate. And, of course, he's priced accordingly for that. That is, of course, Madison Bumgarner at 11900 Giants are minus 246 favorites, which is Goodness. by far the biggest on the slate. Probably the biggest we're going to see all week. For you betting novices out there, you need to wager $246 to make $100 on that game. That's how that works here. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Mad Bum tonight, and I think he's uh, as safe as they come for me. The guy hasn't pitched since June 8th, so he's well-rested. I saw a lot of Giants beat writers on Twitter, uh, you know, Sunday, Monday, do with a little bit of banter, how it feels like he hasn't pitched in forever, and right. how he's just ready to go. He also gets the Brewers, and, I mean, they're a team that faces 
that actually ends up a little bit better against left-handed pitching this year. But overall, the second highest strikeout percentage in baseball, just a shade under 25% there. And I mean, hey, Mad Bum went to Milwaukee and got a win against the crew earlier this year, even though he wasn't his best, gave up two home runs. But of course, a much more hitter-friendly environment in Miller Park. Right. So there just seems like there's so many factors going in Madison Bumgarner's favor. And of course, that's going to limit your ability to do any kind of Coors Field stack tonight, having a price that's just a shade under 12000 there. But as far as cash games go, I think you need to lock in the 50, 60 points that you're getting from Madison Baumgartner tonight. Right. And then I think another just like kind of like the icing on the cake is that uh, Matt Garza is going to be opposing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, think that, right that almost locks in the win. Yeah, we have the, uh, the the season debut of Matt Garza, who's just getting back. I don't know what his pitch count's going to be like or anything like that. I haven't seen a whole lot there, but uh, I mean, we saw what we got from Matt Garza last year before right. uh, before getting shut down. I'm not all of a sudden optimistic that he's going <laughs> to come out there and have an ERA anywhere close to three. It's it's probably going to be closer to the five six seven range. I think yeah. this season. And uh, hey, yeah, I had, it just it's Mad Bum all over the place tonight if i can i i like some tournament pitchers for later but uh for your cash games for your if you're entering the big double up or just doing a 50 50 i think mad bum is is the way to start in your lineups this evening here all right let's move on to hitters john we've got a lot of intriguing options to discuss uh we'll start with the catcher position we'll just run it down top to bottom who are you liking uh behind the plate tonight I'm going to go with Matt Weeters. His price is back down to a more palatable 2900 You know, he was floating, you know, in the mid-3,000s not too long ago. Uh, he is facing David Price, and uh, Weeters isn't traditionally all that great against left-handed pitching uh, this year, at least. But he does have excellent career numbers against David Price. Very familiar with them. He's faced him the second most out of any pitcher he's faced in his big league career. And his slash line sits at 319 360, 511, with seven extra base hits and 47 at bats. I mean, that, that's that's the kind of numbers that you don't really see a ton of, of players putting up against a guy like David Price. And I think, you know, in general, this O's Red Sox game, uh, if, if this season has taught us anything, neither of those teams can really pitch. I know Price is obviously their best one, but I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. Weeders hits in a favorable part of the lineup, and like I said, he's got that history that you look for uh, a little bit. And at 2,900, you know, he's a very nice mid-tier option tonight, so I'm going with Weeders here. Yeah, I don't mind Weeders. I think his price adjusted due to the fact that he's going against an ace, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I can absolutely see that. I think one of my main takeaways from this, John, is that it's probably a good idea to fade David Price at 10,500 tonight. Yeah. I think you'd almost let you, like if you wanted to use him and make a case for using him, it would have to be in a tournament because the percentage ownership percentage is low. So if he does happen to have one of those 10, 15 strikeout games, a huge one, you'll be able to take advantage of that. But as far as cash games, probably fading Price if we're even considering Orioles because there are a lot of Orioles hitters who have decent career numbers against price i mean i'm not going to necessarily come out and advocate an oriole stack against price but you can pick and choose your spots and if you want to get a piece of this game for sure i think some right-handed bats could could definitely work tonight and then i just wanted to point out that price actually has been pretty uncomfortable at fenway thus far he's got a 561 era there oh right on yeah so uh before we get too far ahead of ourselves here i do want to talk about my catching options you know if i'm going to use madison baumgartner tonight i think catcher is really a spot where i'm going to 
I'm going to punt a little bit. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Buster Posey, you could pay up for him. I think he's about 3,500. But, I mean, realistically, I'd go look at a guy like maybe Robinson Chirinos at 2,200. Even Jared Saltolamacchia is a, is a cool $2,000, and he's significantly better on the road than at home here. So uh, those are options. And also, if you want a piece of that Coors Field game, Nick Hundley's only 2,800, so that's not bad. And just to throw out more options, if you're a BVP better versus pitcher stat fan, Sal Perez, thirty one hundred only. He's thirteen for twenty against opposing. That's, that's complete ownership yes, right there against opposing starter uh, Josh Tomlin. So if you can pay up, if you're going to do one of our tournament pitchers and have the money to spend at catcher, Sal Perez at thirty one hundred isn't a bad option here. Let's move on to first base, John. Who are you looking at on Tuesday night? Well, th- here we're cracking into the, to the Coors Field uh, stacking and you know picks and so on. Uh, I'm going to go with Rob Ref Snyder here at 2,700. He's kind of the first baseman, just uh, really kind of break, break glass in case of emergency type of situation. You know, Teixeira is sidelined, Bird's out for the season, Ackley's out for the season. Uh, so Ref Snyder just kind of by process of elimination has been plugged into that first base spot. Doesn't look like they really, oh, and Parmley also got hurt. So he's going to get that start. And unfortunately, he is going to be hitting towards the lower part of the order. And you don't love that from a first baseman. And in general, I like to pay up for first baseman. But, I mean, you're getting 2700 here at Coors Field against a guy like De La Rosa. So Ref Snyder has done most of his damage at the plate this year against lefties. He's got a 308 average, 872 OPS. So that's, that's pretty solid for a guy that's really kind of a bargain barrel amongst those first base tier guys. Uh, so I like Ref Snyder as kind of a sneaky uh, value play here tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. I actually like that pick a lot, even though he'll be batting uh, lower in the order. I mean, they're going to turn through that order five six times at least tonight mm-hmm. so so there's a, a case to be made here so we're batting order position doesn't matter a whole lot uh the one option first base that stood out to me i like matt adams for the cardinals at 3400 he also gets a nice platoon matchup against doug fister and uh, i mean matt adams has been hot he was yep. out of the lineup sunday just because it was the lefty lefty but saturday snapped a 10 game hit streak for him so he's been playing really well since returning uh, working his way into the lineup consistently and at 3400 i think he gives you a pretty nice potential to do some damage at first base well let's head to the middle infield here john uh start with second base who are you looking at there i'm gonna stick in that same uh yankees rockies game i'm gonna go with uh starlin castro at 3200 so kind of right in right in that uh area where you know you're going to get a decent floor here and Castro is a guy that has a has a pretty good ceiling too going to, going to be going against a lefty and I'm kind of using the same rationale as Ref Snyder like he's not going to be the most highly owned uh, guy uh, amongst this game but you look at it and actually I thought, thought it was very interesting that uh, in his last game uh, Joe Girardi plugged him in at cleanup uh, so that's something to look out for. I think if he if he plugs him in at cleanup again, I think you really got to strongly consider Castro here. Yeah, that becomes a lock. I mean, at a cleanup spot, just because especially with FanDuel over the last couple of weeks, giving a slight boost to RBIs, right? Uh, you know, giving that so the cleanup spot becomes even more valuable than if he were, were to be batting out of the leadoff spot or something like that. You know, given the at bat ties there. So uh, 
yeah, there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot to like, absolutely, with Starlin Castro at second base here. And uh, I think that's a very good way and, and an affordable way to get a piece of that Coors Field game in which the over-under is 11. So exactly. Right, that's I'm, what we're looking for here. Yep, I'm right on board with that. The second base option that stood out to me, uh, one of my favorite stacks, sneak preview of the night, is, uh, you know, I if, if you listen to our show yesterday, we, we recommended a lot of A's against the Rangers, and that worked out. I'm going to bank on a little bit of a revenge role reversal tonight, and I'm going to recommend a lot of Rangers, especially uh, right-handed bats against uh, the A's tonight because they're sending Eric Surkamp to the mound, ERA over six, left-hander. So, you know, the left-handed bats for the Rangers, you maybe want to, uh, I don't know, take that with a grain of salt, but Jerkson Profar, a switch hitter, he's 3,000, and he's going to be used in part of my Rangers stack. Of course, you're going to want to check those lineups, but if he's leading off, I think he's a lock-in for my uh, stack at second base here. But let's move on to the hot corner, John. Who are you looking at in the third base area? Still still hanging out in Colorado here. I'm going to go with a uh, sneak preview of one of my favorite plays of the day. Always a guy that you can use pretty much anytime you want. Nolan Arenado, 4,300. So obviously he's a guy that you... You know, really, you could put in your lineup every day, but you so you really kind of have to parse out when it's worth it, when it's not. And I think tonight's definitely a time where where he's got Eovaldi in an unfamiliar scenario. Uh, Arenado is he's kind of uh, cooled off a little bit. I mean, by his standards, he hasn't had like that monster Arenado game that we're all so used to in about a week and a half, two weeks. And I think getting back to cores tonight, I think he's kind of due. I think it's just going to happen tonight. I, I really like the matchup here. 4,300, I'll pay up for that. Yeah, right on. I mean, I can never argue with anyone that wants to play Arenado any given day. I mean, unless you're facing Cy Young caliber pitching, it's he has that type of potential and is always and should always be the highest-priced third baseman on the slate yep. based on his performance. Uh, I'm going to try to save a little bit of money, though. Uh, I went to this well last night. I'm going to get back to it. I do like this A's-Rangers game as far as over-under goes. And I'm going to go back to Danny Valencia. 3500 saves you a little bit of money at the hot corner. And he gets another lefty today in Martin Perez. So you can't really go wrong. Anytime Danny Valencia faces a left-handed pitcher, True. he just uh, tends to mash lefties. And 3500 his price is getting up there. You might have to start considering other options if it grows too much beyond that. But I'm going to go back to that well tonight and get a piece of the game in that manner here. Now, John, what about the shortstop spot? I think there's some decent value plays here tonight. Who are you looking to utilize? Well, I mean, we, we kind of mentioned earlier uh, with your Mad Bum pick that the Brewers are largely going to be kind of running into a buzzsaw tonight. It's going to be uh, tough sledding for them, but I'm going to kind of see what I can do here. I'm going to go Jonathan VR at 2500 I mean, he wasn't, it wasn't long ago that he was uh, maybe like the highest-priced shortstop on a given slate. So for him to be down at, at 2500 which is sort of kind of where the graveyard of really kind of mediocre shortstops tend to be priced, uh, I definitely love that price uh, for VR here tonight. Uh, he's going against a lefty, uh, and he actually does his best work against left-handers. So he's got a 323 average and a 928 OPS. Those are, those are great numbers. Plus, he, he leads the majors in steals. Obviously, going against a lefty like Mad Bum, uh, the steals might be cut down a little bit. Uh, there is steal upside. But, I mean, at the same time, uh, you really I just think at 2500 you're going to get way more than what you're paying for here. And it, even if it is that matchup that's very tough. So with that in mind, he's probably going to be pretty low-owned as well. So I think that you're playing the playing just the upside here, but I really like it here at 2500 Yeah, there's a lot of good shortstop options today, and I think VR you can make a case for. Uh, you know, the FanDuel 
definitely is very reactionary when it comes to their pricing. Right. But in some cases, when you do get a buzzsaw like Bumgarner, maybe a little bit over-reactionary, I guess that that's a word that I can make up. I will, I will go ahead and do that. So, uh, so yeah, there's a chance at 2,500 because, you know, who knows? Maybe if the Giants have a 10-run lead, they'll just be like, okay, you can come out now, Bum, <laughs> and, uh, and they'll get some bullpen. You never really know, but at 2,500, uh, it's good, and I think the ownership, even at 2,500, will be pretty low. So there's a chance for profit, especially in those tournaments. Um, as far as shortstops go, I think Corey Seager is the top play of the day against Archie Bradley and the Diamondbacks, especially at Chase Field there. And plus, you get a break on Corey Seager, only $3,600. So I really like that a lot. But if you want looking for some value, I could see using the left-handed Brandon Crawford against Garza tonight. I think the you got you want to get some piece of the Giants lineup against Garza, and I think Crawford's a good way to do it, only 3300 or if you're going to go to my Rangers stack against Sir Camp and the A's, Elvis Andrews. He's got five hits in his last two games, and he's uh, at $3,000. So not too bad for the shortstop position here. Like let's, all those. Yep, right on. So let's move on to outfield, though, John. There's a few decent options tonight, and uh, you've got some good ones that I'm pretty intrigued about. Uh, what would you like to start out with? Well, usually I tend to go with kind of the higher-priced guys in the outfield, but I'm going to throw out some more mid- to lower-tier options here tonight just based on some matchups I was looking into. I'm going to start out with uh, Ryan Rua at 3,400. Like you mentioned with the Rangers, you're going against a guy like Sir Camp who, who's been uh, extremely hittable this year. Just uh, I don't think he's quite ready to, to, to stick at this level full-time at this point. He's got a lot of things to work through. And, I mean, Rua's just... He's a guy that I've always liked using against left-handed pitching. Uh, at 3,400, he's a little bit pricier than than what you'd like. I, I've usually felt like I'm getting Rua at 20, 27, 2,800, and I'm like, oh, nice. This is a nice steal here. Uh, but when you when you draw that matchup against a guy like Sir Camp, I think uh, you're willing to pony up a little bit of the extra coin there. So I'm going to go with Rua here, 3,400. Uh, then I'm going to go down... Uh, tap into that Tampa Bay uh, Seattle game. Corey Dickerson, 2,900, going against Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker, uh, he's coming off a solid start, obviously, uh, but he, he hasn't been as good on the road as he has been at home. And if there's one thing Corey Dickerson's good for, it's hitting right-handed pitching. I mean, uh, he's he's an absolute sieve against lefties. He, he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing, but then against righties, he can actually produce pretty well. So I think uh, he's a guy I'm looking at at 2,900, and he's got, I mean, tiny sample size, obviously one game, I would imagine, uh, but he was one for three with a home run against Walker earlier this year. So you like the momentum there a little bit too. Uh, so 2,900 Dickerson, and then uh, Byron Buxton, 2,600. Uh, I say why not? Just the steal upside, going against a guy like Julius Chassin. Uh, I think Buxton is a guy that can, you know, if as long as he gets on base, He's probably get, he's probably going to get the green light to steal on the Angels, and I could see him kind of racking up multiple stolen bases tonight. So, and that's obviously you when you're playing Buxton, you want to you want to match up where he where he's going to be able to get that green light on the base pass. So I'm going for that one at 2600. If you really kind of pinched from you know either picking your Mad Bums or or like really stacking up on that Rockies game, I think he gives you some nice cap relief. Yeah, absolutely. I like Buxton. I mean, he does hit at the bottom of the order uh, for the last, I don't know, 10 games or so. So that is something to maybe watch. But I think that's a, a good reason that you can get him at a cheaper price and, mm -hmm. and gives you a chance to get a piece of that game. Uh, I also like that you went to Rua because uh, that fits right in with my Rangers stack that I'm really liking a lot today. If you're going to go all in on that Rangers stack, I think you can absolutely make a case for paying up for Ian Desmond. Uh, I mean, he's been just red hot for that team and he is, is an excellent 
excellent option against left-handed pitching. Yep. Bats second in the order. So if you get a Profar Desmond to kind of stack in there, that gives you a solid one-two punch with plenty of good bats behind him. Going down the line, I also like David Peralta at 2,500. He's going up against Kent Maeda. But, uh, you know, we were big on Peralta yesterday. Didn't really pan out. I'm going to go ahead and go back to that well tonight, especially at 2,500. Gives you a whole lot to look for in your lineup. And then I'm going to go back to the Brewers for another outfield recommendation here. I talked about, I kind of hinted at this earlier, FanDuel sometimes being a little bit overreactionary with their prices. And I think that's the case with Ryan Braun tonight because you get Ryan Braun for under $3,000. That's ridiculous. $2,900 from Ryan Braun <laughs> is just way too cheap, even if he is facing Bumgarner. I mean, okay, so Braun this season against left-handed pitching has a three oh eight isolated power. I mean, that's crazy. That's more than half the league, well more than half the league doesn't even have that as a batting average. Exactly. So Braun crushing left-handed pitching and uh, also has a 472 weighted on base percentage against left-handed pitching so uh, you got to really like everything that he has to offer there I mean the Giants should just go ahead and trade for him just so they don't have to face him in this series Uh, (laughs) you know that wouldn't be a bad idea for uh, that team because we we all heard about the trade rumors heating up lately so Mm -hmm. out of all of those uh, recommendations John or you can even go back to the pitcher if you want but who is your chalk play of the day on Tuesday's slate I'm going to go with Arenado. Like, like I touched on, uh, at home against a pitcher in an unfamiliar park, and I just think he's due. I think I think the, the Rockies' bats have kind of uh, been a little up and down of late. Uh, you know, guys like Story and Cargo have been striking out like it's their job, but Arenado's not that kind of guy. So I think he's going to be uh, the catalyst of that offense tonight. Um, you know, a guy that, that's going to be bringing Charlie Blackman around. I do like Charlie Blackman a lot tonight. He's just a guy you're going to have to pay up a lot for. But Arenado is probably my chalk player. He is my chalk player of the day for sure. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to go to the pitcher. Well, I know I just went on kind of a rant about how Ryan Braun's a good play today. But that being said, I think I'm going to have to go with Mad- Madison Baumgartner as the chalk player today. The rest, the energy, the odds, the matchup, everything just seems to add up in Madison Baumgartner's favor tonight. And, you know, if you if you really need some money, I, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world to uh, to maybe you could use Braun and Bumgarner in the same lineup. It's not going to kill you. I mean, Braun could get a couple of doubles and get left stranded. And then at twenty nine hundred, he'll still hit value there. Totally. And even, you know, even better if he gets it against the bullpen. So uh, I think there's a chance. But uh, overall, Madison Bumgarner is the way to go. Uh, what about stacks when we break it down, John? Uh, I've kind of mentioned uh, with me that I'm uh, I'm big on the Rangers against the A's today. I went for the A's yesterday, and now it's time to switch things up. You got a favorite stack? Yeah, I, I really just like the, the cheap Yankees or or the expensive uh, Rockies here. Like, you know, cheap Yankees such as... <clears throat> such as Castro, such as Ref Snyder, even Aaron Hicks uh, is a possibility to draw into the lineup this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could see that working out. He's at 3000 That's a little bit more than you'd, than you'd love to pay for him. But, you know, Coors Field, uh, it can, it can do, do your bat some good. So I like, the, I like the cheap Yankees and the pricey Rockies. Absolutely. Now, at the very least, you need to get yourself a piece of that game because it is by far the highest over-under on the slate. At 11, there's one more game with an over-under of 9. That is uh, Jordan Zimmerman and the Tigers against Miguel Gonzalez and the White Sox. So uh, maybe you want to get a piece of that game as well. And then uh, there are just loads of games. Most games have an over-under of somewhere 7.5 to 8.5. So the, the Yankees, Rockies, and 
the Tigers, White Sox are really the only two that jump out from the Vegas standpoint tonight. Well, MLB season is here, and that means daily fantasy baseball is back. Go to FanDuel.com to play now. Building a fantasy team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back tonight and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1, so anyone can play. John, we've got a very intriguing uh, tournament strategy session here for our listeners today, and you've got a unique play which I think just might pay off here. Who are you looking for for tournaments in on FanDuel on Tuesday? Okay, this is definitely going to hinge on on what happens throughout the day, but it doesn't seem like uh, Nicasio is going to be taking the hill for the Pirates, and that kind of leaves the door open for Jamison Tyon, uh, who started against the Mets last week, to come back up. Uh, and I think that it's all signs are kind of pointing towards him getting the ball tonight, uh, and he's at forty six hundred. I mean, you can get you can get. I mean, there have been times where you're getting hitters for 5,000. So, I mean, he's like an, basically getting an expensive outfielder, but you're getting pitcher production against him. Uh, the one kind of bummer about this is that when you have a new pitcher, uh, you love it when he goes against a team for the first time because they, they, they don't really have uh, a great read on, on what he's bringing to the table. So for him to be making his second start, supposedly, against the same team you kind of wish he wasn't but he is going to be in city field and he's going to be going against a Mets squad that's been really kind of scuffling of late i'm not totally sure what's going on with them but it's been a bit of a rough go uh for for the mets here so i think Tyon at 4600 i mean that gives you a, a really an insanely viable pitcher for that type of price you're usually seeing like the worst rocky starter ever at a 4600 if that so uh that that gives you so much cap room to to really just blow out your lineup with with tons of awesome hitters uh so this is something you're going to need to keep an eye on throughout the day but tie on if he does get the call 4600 tournaments very sneaky nice little play i'm thinking yeah, he's not going to be listed as a probable starter on FanDuel, at least as, as we're checking. So you're going to have to uncheck the box yep. and go search for him a little bit. So it's it's very crafty, and I like it, John. <laughs> Here are the facts as of 2 p.m. Eastern time. We know that Juan Nicasio will not start on Tuesday against the Mets. What else do we know? We know that Tyon was scheduled to start for AAA tonight. So there are a few obstacles. Of course, he's got to get there. He's got to uh, you know be the... the essentially get the call and then get there for that to happen. And right. that's quite a little. So there are a few things that need to, to lay out in place for that to happen. But I really like where your head's at being sneaky with that because if you can get him, if you can get a win out of him, you're going to have hardly anybody else using him, that's for sure. Right. And uh, you're going to be able to just stack up the rest of your lineup. So Tyon definitely in play. Watch the news, though, right up until lineup lock. For sure. For my tournament play, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm not gonna go too far off the rails here. I like Brandon Finnegan at 6100 against the Braves. Braves are only minus 123 home favorites, so that's pretty reasonable as far as you're not. You don't have too much of an uphill battle as far as win percentage there. Against the Braves, you yeah. never really do. Exactly. So, uh, th- and then you've got Finnegan. His road ERA at 3.22 is a full run less than his home ERA of 4.29. And then you compare the weighted on base percentage as well. 2.89 on the road compared to 3.28 at home. Now, I know Turner Field isn't the most pitcher-friendly, but it's also no great American ballpark exactly. either. So you've got that going for you. And then uh, one of our writers, Juan Carlos Blanco, did, made a great point in his FanDuel preview today uh, that Atlanta sports a league-worst 256 weighted on base percentage and .079 isolated power against oh. left-handed pitching this year. So uh, that's definitely a lot going in Finnegan's favorite. And, of course, you got the Braves. They're a laughable 7-26 and at home this season. So... 
it stacks up. I mean, really honoring Turner Field for its last season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it just stacks up though. Finnegan at sixty one hundred. You can even use him in a ca- in a cash game if you wanted to. I'm going to try to get myself uh, a couple of scratch off tickets tonight, or you know, and and go with uh, Brandon Finnegan like just to open up everything else and helps you with those Coors Field stacks as well. Uh, and then one other thing you want to watch with that Finnegan recommendation, though, is weather. There's a 52% chance of rain in, uh, of rain in Atlanta. A delay is probable due to showers, thunderstorms early in the evening. So you might want to check on that. Make sure that game looks in good shape. And then, of course, there's some other ones. Uh, Detroit, Chicago, 28% chance of rain. Then you got Astros, Cardinals, 11%. And Indians, Royals, 11% as well. So not looking to affect the game too much, but something to keep an eye on here. Just want to keep you posted on the weather. Well, thank you for listening to the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Podcast. Brought to you by FanDuel, the leader in one day fantasy sports. Remember that first-time FanDuel users that make a deposit of $25 or more via Rotowire can get six months of complimentary access. To check out Rotowire.com on your own, though, just go to Rotowire.com slash pod. That's Rotowire.com slash P-O-D. Once again, I'm Jake Letarski. Please give me a follow on Twitter at Jakeski52. And I'm John McKechnie. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny McKex. The Rotowire Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast will return on Wednesday. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13.